0: Philly. We are such in a heat wave, okay. All I want to say is they're already talking about the dell for tomorrow with um, Neo Show and Jacket Edge starting like an hour and a half late. Like I'm a little disappointed, but you know, that means we have to go endure the heat and wait to see Neo and Jacket Edge. But Long story short, it is what it is. Um, Walter Reader put out there that the show is not going to start until 8 o'clock. So we will make it do what it do. And we will be in the building. Trust me. <sighs> in other topics, the violence is still going crazy in Philadelphia, of course. The shootings are outrageous. We are over 300 murders, homicides in the city of Philadelphia. Um, it's crazy. Um, coming forward in the future, I would definitely be touching on this topic with some of the city politicians, um, just just to get an idea of where their heads really are in this because November's election is quickly approaching. And I'm gonna say it again, stop voting for names that you know, and maybe it's time to vote for somebody you don't know so that we can make a change and do something different because the same things, it just ain't working and i don't mean to say it like that but i'm gonna get real and keep it real it's not working look at our city people getting that knocked every day you know it shouldn't be like this bring in the national guard do something somebody has to get some kind of backbone and get a hold of these weapons put it this way the broke people they don't have weapons they can't get them and bring them into these cities so evidently it has to be somebody politically with some power and some money that are bringing them into the city and allowing these young children to continue to purchase these ghost guns and AK-47s and all that kind of big name stuff. And our police officers are stuck with these little weapons that that do nothing against what these criminals have out here. So again, that's going to be an upcoming topic because we got to get to the bottom of it. Oh, um, and upcoming events, of course. Um, on July 23rd at Searches Playground, it will be the, an author's flea market from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We will be out there. Um, actually, my two guests are going to be out there too on Saturday. Um, they're authors. And we're going to do the darn thing. So make sure y'all stop by. It's at 200-220 West 65th Avenue in the East Oak Lane part of the city. Make sure you participate. We're going to talk more about it when I introduce my authors. Um, Other upcoming events, the Topic House Live is August 3rd at Fifth Street Lounge. Uh, Happy hours from 4 to 7. The show will start from 7 to 8. Make sure you're in the building and make sure you're there for happy hour. We will host and have a real good time. They have plenty of food specials, okay? And the third thing that me and Crystal, I'm going to introduce her in one moment too, will be at is the grand opening of the Taj Mahal on August the 6th. We will be in the building, vending, selling books as independent authors. So... Give me a second and I will introduce our first guest so we can jump right into this on the topic house. out. So, okay, we're cool. My first author, these ladies have some hot books out. Um, you can catch the books on Amazon. They'll be able to tell you more of where you can get them from. And then, of course, I'll tell you where you can pick up buying from, but um The first guest is Laura Tompkins and we're gonna see what her book's all about. Come on, Laura. Hello,
1: hello, and thank you for having me. You're welcome, thank you for being here. Excited to be here, I am, Um, and to be among other authors. So thank you for inviting me. Um, It's always a, a good thing to just kind of network and see what other authors are doing. I think a lot of times we don't, or we hesitate to put our work out there because mm-hmm. we don't know what the body of work is that other people are doing, feeling like we're stepping on somebody's toes, or we're not doing the best that we can do. Right. So I just thank you for recognizing my work
0: and for having me here. With
1: yes, so nice. it's just beautiful.
0: It's thank just, um, well, you can introduce yourself and tell them where they can get these books from. Let them mm-hmm. introduce them, but you can go okay. ahead and.
1: Tell us how many books you have. And- oh, wow. So I started writing about seven, about four years ago, and I've written seven books so far and mm-hmm. illustrated um, all of them as well. Uh, my editor is my daughter, Aviana Tompkins. All of my books are on Amazon, and um, a couple of books are on Hulu. So I did self-publish. It was the quickest and easiest way. It mm-hmm. is not for the faint of heart, as you know, <laughs> because there is a lot of kickback that you get from... Um, from Amazon as well. It has to meet certain configurations. Your artwork has to meet a certain standard, and as well as just making sure that everything is copyrighted. Right. Because exactly. people will take your work and use mm-hmm. it for other purposes. Right. So I have children's books, poetry books, and my favorite book, my initial book is My Cup Runneth right Over. My Cup Run right Over. My Cup, right over. My cup right over. And it is a dedication mm-hmm. book to my father who lived to be 94 years of age. Wow. He was an orator and a storyteller, but he just never took his craft and wrote it down. So I was charged with that responsibility spiritually Mm -hmm. when he passed. Um, A coworker said to me, your fear is that you now have to take everything that your father gave you. You have to do it for yourself. You can't take that cup and Mm say, Daddy, go. So. I said, you know what? I don't need my dad to, to fill the cup. Mm-hmm. My cup it over. That man gave me everything that I needed and then some. Mm-hmm. So this book is about his stories, mm-hmm. and I made sure I was very selective in the stories that I chose for the book. I had about fifty. I so <laughs> said, so no, I, I got to it. kind of limit this. And this make it. So that yeah. is his photo. That's him mm-hmm. and I on his 90th birthday. Wow, um, he lived the process. So he know. did, and living through some of the things that you know he's oldest sliced bread 1924 was when he was born you know ice cream was still black it wasn't bleached white yet you know so um the stories that he would tell even about the history in philadelphia um some of the things that he had the mama's parade and how racist that that institution really mm-hmm. is um that's a fiery mm-hmm. topic when i mentioned that to people but that mm-hmm. is something that my father told me about if you did not go downtown on new year's day because oh dim golden slippers wow now, do we not listen to the, mm-hmm. the the history we don't know sometimes we lose it in the beauty and the pageantry of the event right but this book mm-hmm. my cup is over and i have the the not the written knowledge now to pass on to other people so that that
0: hopefully so that, that won't get lost yes yeah, I hear that. so now yeah, was this the first one that yeah, the you the very had? first book that i read okay. and how is that experience for you Emotional.
1: Um, I wrote it. I was so proud and I sent it on to publication. Um, My daughter edited. She said, I'm sure you're ready. I said, I'm ready. And then I was asked to speak on the book and Mm -hmm. I got hold of Okay. And I said, I can't do this because I was so connected to my father and so emotional about it. And you can see I still am. So it was very, very difficult to read an excerpt of that. So what I decided Mm -hmm. to do was I said, you know, I really wanna reach children. Mm -hmm. Sometimes reaching adults, they have cognitive dissonance. They don't wanna hear it. You know, One Mm -hmm. plus one equals two. You tell them it's three, you show Mm -hmm. them it's three. And they wanna see something different. Absolutely. So I decided Mm -hmm. to write um, tribute books. Unfortunately, I had a lot of loss in the mm-hmm. next four years of my life and I um, lost my mom. So I wrote a book called Mama Said," And if you guys remember a woman that would say, kiss my grits. <laughs> now, we I know that sisters they say kiss out, my yeah. grits, right? Mm-hmm. And sisters say, "All snap. Mm-hmm. And my mother had very creative sayings and they were not exclusive to her. Right. They are exclusive to However, sometimes black women, right. and so one of the things that Mama said, mm-hmm. I just want to read one page. Was right. Mama said, "When baby sneezes, I chew. Cover your little mouth, baby, and God bless you and me from you." And that yeah. would be even more yeah. relevant in COVID times now. Oh, yes, <laughs> you well, know, definitely, definitely. Yes, beautiful. So, and moving on, I wrote another book about my father and Mm -hmm. I decided to do a children's book because I felt like black fathers are not recognized. There are good black fathers in the world Mm -hmm. who contribute to their children. Yes. This is written in all iambic pentameter and it's called On My Father's Knee and it's a play on all the things that I learned on my father's knee. Okay. So from the time I could remember, my favorite place to be was On My Father's Knee. It was a place to learn and grow, a place I come to know, from whom all my blessings flow. So that was another tribute to um, Mm -hmm. my father. Um, This was a tribute to a a love Mm -hmm. and a love that was not traditional. (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: so okay. a lot of times we don't see chocolate bunnies we see mm-hmm. white bunnies and, and exactly. black tigers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we see pink bunnies and we see all kinds of bunnies but i am a chocolate bunny, bunny. and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with being a chocolate bunny and the white line being perceived as prey and mm-hmm. finding that love and connection with the person so that's what this book is really about and i try to really gear it towards children that's between the ages of about five and nine so okay. they're very very impressionable with that age yes. and just even the simple colors that i chose and how i chose Beautiful. to, to kind of outline them i wanted to keep it very clean very neat and the colors to be very neutral right nice moving on with my pain <laughs> The sisters you know, am, right. recipe for lemonade. Our recipe Woo! for lemonade is okay. your heart is. and sisters are quick to tell you, "Girl,
2: you better mm-hmm. make some lemonade mm-hmm. out of
1: all of those <laughs> lemons." Like me, and you, you sitting there crying. And I heard that over and over again, time and time throughout my life by a lot of older black women. And I said, "You know what? It's time for me to make some lemonade. I have the recipe." And so all of my frustration, this is the book I started calling it an angry black woman, but I said, you know, <laughs> what? people might not want that. But this is kind of the diary of an angry black woman okay. Okay. and it just chronicles different things from relationships mm-hmm. to um, racial is there issues.
0: specific that it touches on or?
1: Especially relationship issues. Okay. Um, those are sometimes, I think, the hardest things to deal with in life exactly. because they don't come within guarantees, you know, right. they're not anticipated the losses that you experience losing exactly. my dad at 94 mm-hmm. was kind of anticipated, right. losing my mother at 84 was rather anticipated, right. losing people that you feel as though have your back and should dad be there, be there that is, that is really hard and it's devastating to your psyche, yeah. um, to your finances, everything, because you're really planning your entire life based on people you expect. And exactly so we
0: think, so we, we think. thought, exactly. And you know That's what true. too most important, time. Like you look back, I know with me and some of my relationships, I look back on how much time I wasted. But then I look on Facebook and see, no, it was a learning experience. I'm like, well I'm glad y'all. Look at it like that, but to me, I lost a lot of time. And when I really think back on it, it hurts for the time that I can't
2: you get can't back. Do that.
0: Right. And the younger you are, the good thing is the youth. It's like okay, well,
1: that was four years. I <laughs> at fifty, yeah. Thank you. That was four years. I really this know. was four years, and that was four years, and there was another four. And you know, and then you realize that you don't have that time.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't have another four years to play house or play. Mm-hmm. You know what you think you want to do. Right and then you run off with whoever right? yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so that was mm-hmm. my yeah. recipe for lemonade and to all the mm-hmm. sisters that told me girl you better take the lemons make and some lemonade. lemonade I did and for the people that can't think abstractly mm-hmm. I actually do have a recipe for lemonade in the book <laughs>
2: because <laughs> I've actually
1: had people who ask me well, what? what's the recipe and I'm like well it's on the back page if you really want to make them in the lemonade.
0: So mm-hmm. that that was just one way to connect to yeah. people who kind of about this. One so can, <laughs> you know, I'm sure I can relate, and so mm-hmm. can a lot of you out there. Definitely, most no definitely. Okay, and last but not least. A diamond with a flaw.
1: This is written with every little girl in mind because they are all diamonds. I tell them that we have to teach little girls that you are precious, that you are a diamond. There is no flaw Mm -hmm. except for the ones that you create in your mind or you allow other people to impose upon you. And in this, it's Mm -hmm. a gentleman. It's just two characters. It's just a diamond Mm -hmm. and a gentleman. And this beautiful diamond, he wants this diamond. He covets the diamond. He wants it for himself. Huh? Only the diamond he perceives has a flaw because it's so heavy, <laughs> mm-hmm. he can't carry it. So he goes back and he plays with his little pebbles because that, that makes it. him feel like a man, and it makes him feel good to play with the pebbles. Mm-hmm. But when he returns, oh well, much to his dismay, he didn't want to do the work, mm-hmm. and he returns for his diamond. Oh, this is him playing with his pebbles. Mm-hmm. That's him on the beach. She's so happy, right? Mm-hmm. And then he so comes nice. back. and What he could not. Oh, wow.
2: How hey, man could. And I so like that. it simply
1: means when Albert returned after several days, he was shocked to find a large man stood with his diamond on his back. Albert shouted and flared his arms up and jumped and screamed in anger. This is my diamond, put her down. Don't you see I have a, t- a rope tied on her back? He was furious, and his eyes squinted, and he clenched his fists. She's mine forever. I found her first. He cried. Albert jumped up and down and yelled as loud as he could, demanding that the man give the diamond back. This was big man. Ah, this
0: big, big man. And he said,
1: the large, strong man stood tall and began to speak softly. And he said, "I apologize. Here's your rope, sir. This is only." the thing that belongs to you, but she is mine. Mm -hmm. Albert said softly. (laughs) But why? The large man shook his head. No, she is mine. The large man carefully removed the rope from diamond and placed it gently around Albert's neck. He leaned in close and whispered, remember never tether yourself to more
0: than you can tell. Mm -hmm. Isn't that one but a And Who's that? Some you know, it's funny that it's beautiful because um, that's kind of how life is, you know. They mm-hmm. run over and
1: play with the pebbles. Sometimes people want the best for themselves, but when they get it, they're not ready. They don't think they deserve it and mm-hmm. they throw it away. Exactly. And then when they come back, it's not always it's available not to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it happens in jobs, relationships. People apply for jobs. They get the job. Oh, I want this promotion. I Want to be the supervisor. They get the job. Work. Right. And then all of a sudden it's kind of oh well that's not really what I'm working for. Yeah, I yeah. That. I don't know what this work.
0: work. I, I want to yeah, I just want the money. The, the money, money of the title. Out, but I don't want this work. Yeah, but you know what? You have to put in work to make that it better? work. Um, everything ain't fine.
1: All of these books are available on Amazon. If you put in my name, Laura Tompkins, T-O-M-P-K-I-N-S, and mm-hmm. there is very important, do not put an H that has very cultural significance there. And <laughs> if you read the book, my um, cup running over, you'll know why it okay. has cultural significance. Okay. That H gotcha. is there mm-hmm. for a reason. So half of my family actually does recognize the H, but my father would tell you there ain't no damn H in my last name.
0: <laughs> so I'm currently. Well, he working lived to be 94. I yes. so would we'll listen to him. Yes. 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 He, he,
1: he had to know it all. Yes.
0: Those H's oh,
1: and stuff identify us as Black. And they were they are during the war. So when a Black man enlisted,
0: they mm-hmm. would give you an H to identify right. you from a white man. Mm-hmm. Now that's good knowledge. Mm-hmm. Most that. Yes. That's great knowledge. Ooh. Well, this is this is fascinating. So, but I'm, i I got a question for you that I want to ask after I introduce Crystal, only because like both of you can answer. I want to make sure that I'm on point with everything. So we're going to introduce
1: our next author, Crystal
0: Purnell Bolden. Nope, Crystal Bolden Cornell. Prun- Purnell no. Purnell Bolden. Prun- <laughs> You already know, my motto, You know, no nobody's perfect. <laughs> Public
2: house. That's right. K I L.
0: This is Miss
2: Crystal. That's okay. I go up. No golden, No golden. It's, okay. it's okay. It's all me. It's all her. me. Okay. So Crystal, <laughs> tell us, how did you end up becoming an author? Hi everyone. Oh, yes, I'm a co-author. Um, this project is new. I'm um, new at this. Uh, my nephew, uh, unfortunately, he's incarcerated, and um, but we're working on it. He may come home early, so it's one of those Larry us situations. But that's another topic. Right. So anyway, the book, mm-hmm. um, Gunsmoke, Loyalty Over Love. He always says this, Auntie, Loyalty Over Love, Loyalty Over Love, and, uh, and one day he said, I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. and you know his auntie he called me auntie because I've had him um, his mom trusted me with him he was days old and he was at my house That's mm-hmm. like I'm um, his second mom and he said I want to write a book and I'm like you could do it and I'm his cheerleader whatever mm-hmm. you want to do you could do it and, mm-hmm. yes and uh, one day it just showed up at my house I'm like oh you serious mm-hmm. and I'm like okay nephew I'll get it done I've never did, done anything like this before. Like, I did poems and I wrote little things, mm-hmm. but you know, I put on a piece of paper and put it aside. Okay. And, but when he did this, it was a challenge because it's like I had to help him. Right. And uh, I just got started. No experience. Like, I could do this. Right. And start editing the book, mm-hmm. typing the book up. And, uh, and we had some uh, creative differences sometimes. <laughs> So I am technically his co-author because I did have my own original ideas and things inside the book. Uh, However, I'm primarily the editor. His name is Laquan Cornell. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of him because up to this point, he had no idea what he wanted to do. Gotcha. And he was like, I want to write books. Mm-hmm. I want to be an author. You mm-hmm. can do whatever you want to do. So, uh, in addition to this book, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. But in so. addition to this book, he wrote two other books. Okay. So, we're working on the other two books at this okay. moment. Uh, Winter 2 is getting typed up now. But this book, I love this book because it really does have a plot. It really does. Okay. That's it really okay. does. Yes. It's all gone smoke. <laughs> you know wait, wait. loyalty over love it's all
0: heard by laquan now and um it's, yeah, Now us about it So she's gonna talk about it so y'all can go buy it and purchase
2: it yes. on amazon yes it's on amazon and you don't like to flip through the pages he it has the ebook as well mm-hmm. okay. uh on amazon so um the book is about two friends. It's based in Southwest Philly. Mm-hmm. My nephew lived in West Philly and Southwest Philly and Dayton primarily. Okay. So that's the setting for the most part. Right. And uh, just two friends starting off doing things, exploring life mm-hmm. and uh, first time uh, having intimacy, discussing new little private fears. And then, and you know, it's somewhere around the theme of the 80s when a lot was going on and people had to survive. Right. So unfortunately my nephew did things that he thought was best at that time to survive. Okay. His friends and, and you know a bunch of other people, but it's primarily his one bestie. And uh, so they did some things that uh to um be creative and become entrepreneurs. Okay. And that was working out for a while. You mm-hmm. know how it is when you're friends and things happen with friends and y'all have misunderstandings and things like that mm-hmm. so uh eventually some other things happen and try not to say too much yeah i'm saying but mm-hmm. so uh, i want to get a book so, away yeah i want to get all the book away but uh so actually well, some real stuff happened some okay. real stuff happened mm-hmm. and um one of the characters get locked up unfortunately and uh but the best part about the book is the evolution so I always compared the book to power because one of the characters in the book is uh, determined to turn his life around. He's similar like to ghosts. Similar to Go, mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to turn my life around. Mm-hmm. And that transition uh-huh. is like, you know, that, that good side, the bad side, that, you know, that just that yin and yang, you know, you want to do the right things, but you're poor, and, you know, people, and had, yeah, people who have addictions, they're struggling, so it's different elements going on, and because one of them get locked up, it's some incarceration scenes in mm-hmm. there, um, which you know, is pretty we, much real life and what's it's, going it's on, so even today, it's, so it's, yeah, it's real, um, mm-hmm. struggle about, um, relationships and the it's real, you're growing up, you're trying to find yourself. Right. Um, you have a girlfriend, but you know, you mm-hmm. in that life and so other people pulling on at you. So uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, a little bit of um a lot of uh cheating and things like that going on. But um, like I said, the best part of it is the evolution. Mm-hmm. And you see the transition of the character from the beginning of the book to the end. Okay. And um I'm happy that I supported this book mm-hmm. because we all have to write about what's close to us. Right. And my nephew wrote about something that he's passionate about. Right. It, that's all he knew. He right. was very young at the time that he got incarcerated. Mm-hmm. So he wrote about what was close to him, what was passionate about him. And the most important thing, he doesn't want that type of lifestyle. Wow, so he's changing, right. he's changing. and uh, And now he has a goal, he has a vision and uh, he said uh, he never knew at all where he wanted to be. Wow! He just absorbed everything. Yeah, he he like, now right. he's, an is. He's, an he is. And he's an author. he's an author. And I co-authored this. I helped him edit. edit you know, and I'm the editor. I helped mm-hmm. him write it. And we had some creative differences, as I said. It's an urban book, right. so the language is very creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very vibrant, but um, it's interesting. If you're, you know, we're in the middle of the till end of the pandemic. Okay. And this book was out of the pandemic. Right. And I wrote this book and struggled through when I was dealing with coming from a knee right. surgery. So it was a struggle for me and I'm trying to get it together. My kids don't, dealing with all the uh, the elements of staying in the house through the pandemic mm-hmm. and stuff. So a lot was going on. It was a lot of struggle right. going through this, but we persevered through. So I encourage anybody who have a dream, to be an author, whatever you want to do, you know, be a personal trainer, you want to have your own business, right. you want to be an entrepreneur selling things online, whatever you want to do, just push through because that's the most important part. I really didn't know I was encouraging my nephew and feeding him, right. but I didn't know how serious it was. And mm-hmm. when I started getting excited, like you can do it, and he was like, Okay, I could do it. And then a man, it was a challenge for me. The manuscript came, mm-hmm. I had no idea uh, that he was going to challenge me with this, so we both learned a lot through this. Okay. And we have so through the process, process and doing it right. together and trying to yes. watch you probably to closer together.
1: Absolutely.
2: And,
0: Absolutely. Um, and then frankly when he comes home I like, could be able to tell people his story and keep exactly moving exactly and perseverance. Exactly. And that's what's important. And that let other people know you can't change your life, you know, yes. just because you're behind bars doesn't mean that your brain stops working doesn't mean that your creativity stops, you have to keep moving, and you see the outcome, it can be done. Absolutely, absolutely. So we we have, to, okay. Now I was going to say now that you helped him with this and everything. How like what's your next step? What's your next step? Not his. What's your well, my next
2: step? Well, I've been talking about writing a book for years. For years. Okay. So he kind of pushed me out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the process of finishing my book. Okay. And I didn't think he was gonna answer me that because we had conversations about it. Yeah, but my thing is like that, but this,
0: I just feel like sometimes when you're forced in a position, like you you step back, you helped him, you pulled it through. So, yeah, but you also have a story
2: to tell. I so do. I do. I do. I've been mean, through some challenges over the years. And people who know me, I look probably look a little different right now. Um, so I've been through some challenges growing up. I've been through some challenges. And this, being here for his, his I'm his only eye. Right. His mm-hmm. first eye, really, he is a you know, great eyes mm-hmm. But I'm his only eye on his mom and his dad's side. So okay. it's like, I was his support system. It's the story in that. Right. He's been incarcerated for 12 years. Okay, so wow. we've been through a lot of things together, almost 13 years. Mm-hmm. We've been through a lot together. And I've been through things, um, a product of a single mom right. struggling. She got married, but it was a lot of things. Right. And, and I want to empower other women um, to, to do them. Right. And to, um, even if you're a wife, if you have children, carve some space out for yourself. Right carve some space out for yourself. So I will delve into that a little deeper with my book. Okay. Um, his book coming out is the this, this second part, a sequel to this book. Okay. But my book okay. is going into a different direction. Okay. Um, it's more sense. about mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more about empowerment it. It's Zora is more about, and I don't want to give too much away either because I'll probably know. spit out the topic and mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but it's um, just get yourself right. You know, um, get yourself right. It's a lot of, a lot of them talk about you queen and sister this and sister that, and those things are, are wonderful, mm-hmm. but we got to focus on the inside. No, okay. are you're so, so correct. Yeah, yeah, a lot of us are so fixated on fix the crown and how you look exterior right. and mm-hmm. what's going on exterior, but um, it's a lot of internal work that we need you to normally do. Normally what I
0: say to women, my first question to young ladies most of the time is uh, who comes first? And they always respond with, well, my kids, you know, my children come first. you know, I don't mean to say it like this, but this I love it, because my kids come first, you know, I give them everything. And it's true, but guess what's listen? it's called the umbrella, and the way I see it is, if you're not right, everything under the umbrella it's not going to be right oh yeah it's not going to sure. fall into place like oh, it yeah. should like when your mindset is correct then your children's mindset are going to be correct you exactly. know if your mindset is correct you're not going to pick just anybody to behave in life with your children you're going to examine you're not going to have sex first and think later you're going to be like what can you bring to this table because if you can't add to it mm-hmm. no nah, because i'm not introducing you to my children or or to my household because, you know, we all live a certain kind of way and a spiritual invite into to your house. Come on, Amber. You might not. No, nah, we good. So, But I always influence them that way to ask that question because if your kid's running around in Nikes and Louis Vuitton and, and they're growing right out of it and you don't have no savings account for them, you don't have any, you don't take them on trips, to go restaurants, you know, you all just swinging through McDonald's. No, you're not. Training them and raising them to be proper, it's well, it's proper adults also. And, yes. add, and, and be able to add addition to society. Mm-hmm. You're making them become a menace as they grow because now when they can't get this movie baton or whatever. Now they're out here robbing
2: us, the working people. Right, exactly. and, I mean, like,
0: and, and our kids who who don't mind wearing anything.
2: Exactly. You know, it was mine. I just
0: bought it home. I ain't playing like, it. If this is on sale, you got it. You know exactly. what I mean? I had friends who knew which, like you know, when Guess was popular. <laughs> he knew the brand of Guess, and it was last season, so he wasn't weird.
2: My son was like, oh, "Wow!" That, my son was <laughs> like,
0: "They want those jeans. They under ten dollars. Mom, give me every color." Exactly. You know what I mean? So it really depends on the mindset and what you put into your children's progress. Right you know, you gotta. It's like you just said too, like the inside they're aiming from the inside out they're going to see their value from the inside out and say no all right fine because head well not to say that my parents didn't raise me right they did I love my mom you know she's in heaven but um it, it to me like when I look at here again I'm the to me the comedian was laughing now and delusional jealousy Had I known some things, I may not have gone through some things, you know what I mean? But I went through some things. So it's just a matter of what we go through how we're raised and then how we mentally prepare ourselves as we get older Mm -hmm. start believing in different religions or you Mm -hmm. know no matter what what religion you believe as long as you believe in a higher power Mm -hmm. then know that there's there are going to be consequences to things that
2: happen Mm -hmm. in your life Absolutely. now my children in particular i don't post everything Mm -hmm. and uh Sometimes the social media is just too much for me. I okay. get a little angst, so I'm like, I got to pull back. However, I don't post everything, but my children travel mm-hmm. a lot. They have big passports and yes, they travel. That's beautiful. And I'm just, you know, shut things down a little bit through mm-hmm. the pants and makes them glad everything's open right. up. We don't care about having the latest and the greatest. I only buy those Jordans and things like that if they're on sale. Right. Only. Got you. <laughs> Not right. Only. Because but at least they home. can say they have
0: been well. Yes, you know what I mean because that's important. Like, it's important for your children to be able to say, Well, I've been here, and I've been like my sons, they've been in South Korea, you know, all these different places. They're able to say that they've done more than I've done because I I threatened them because you know, I was scared to fly, so I was like, When they went to South Korea, my thing was, if you did, if you mess with North Korea and your ass gets stuck over there. I'm on. not coming because <laughs> I don't think I can take the flight. That's but I right. played you over there. Got it off, got it off the way. Well, yeah, I played you, oh, you over there. Yeah, yeah. Find on so, the plane. I'm okay. over there
2: now. <laughs> no, my children, um, my youngest was uh, traveling at six. So yeah, okay. they've been doing a little bit something. All right. But I can't post it. It's just too much. No, it is. Nice. I can't do it
1: you have children also I do okay. I have a 24 year old exceptional daughter and a 17 year old exceptional young black male okay um, and when I say exceptional years ago I was just frustrated because the school started calling me oh your daughter's having problems this is going on and that's why I'm like my daughter my perfect little angel <laughs> to make a long story short uh, this teacher recognized that she was gifted and to academically right she was able to quote, unquote, dumb it down. And she said she remembered when she dumbed it down. Mm -hmm. My son, on the other hand, is equally academically gifted and talented, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't dumbing it down for anybody. So what then turned into an academically gifted child turned into a child that was now identified as having behavioral and emotional issues. Okay, So um, the other side of what I do is called above the Mean, Mm -hmm. and it is a program that is designed to identify and support parents and children especially children of color who are gifted and talented right ask me if I've ever gotten funding for that no no (laughs) but that is what um that is my mission in life is to identify those those kids and to make sure that they get the services that they need Mm -hmm. and when you speak of that umbrella It's a a smaller umbrella with a bigger umbrella, being the community, Mm -hmm. being the government that then supports that. And it kind of falls apart, Mm -hmm. even on the level of just the parenting. When you said you asked them that question, I knew I could have answered. I should have, Mm -hmm. because that would have been funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's about my kids. (laughs) But if it's not about you Mm -hmm. and you're not setting the example, sometimes your children and some of us are guilty of this. Yeah. They become a way for us to really deflect from what we have to do I for see. ourselves. Mm-hmm. I can focus on my child. Mm-hmm. I can put all of my energies yeah. into this, this kid, kid to this manifest, kid. manifest. Yeah. and yes, what, what I should be doing. Because my daughter mm-hmm. was going to be a model and a dancer. Mm-hmm. And she's going mm-hmm. to live all my right. dreams. Gotcha. Until she had to be 17 and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to be an engineer. And I'm like, you're going to do what now? <laughs> no, that's not I how you right. right? You know, so choice. <laughs> it is her choice. Mm-hmm and I let her fly. She is now an electrical engineer, but, you know, a lot of times we as parents tend to do that. We tend to put into our children yes. what was our dreams yes. and not live our own dreams, mm-hmm. but the best example is live my dreams so that my child learns to live
0: their own. Yeah, live their own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Now, my next question for both of you is, um, as far as writing you, now I know you're not that. so are you currently working
1: on anything new? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. So I am doing a sequel to the poetry book. Um, okay. I'm a little bit torn because this was a recipe for lemonade. Mm-hmm. and um, Really, where I'm at is I was dealt with sugar honey ice tea. So that is really <laughs> going to be the, the name of the next poetry book is sugar honey ice tea. Okay. And yeah, I will actually have a recipe for ice tea in the book for those people. All right who <laughs> and the other thing that I'm working on is another children's book called Red Flag. Okay, and that kind of delves into what we were talking about a little earlier mm-hmm. off camera. And red flags are just simply things that we, as, as people in general, see in other individuals in relationship,
0: and we tend to ignore, we ignore them. Yeah. I mean, I ignored all of them. Jesus, we also Gosh.
2: and then when I,
0: like, you know, woke up one day, you know, how you look in the mirror, and you be like, damn, and you'd be like a flashback of everything, like from the beginning, right? you'd be like, I have been so dumb. But we're not dumb. You know, we're very educated women. But it's just a matter of we have feelings and emotions. And, and your heart wants to believe that this is the one. this, well, one or right this
2: person will change.
0: Or, 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 or this person wouldn't hurt me like this. But then all of a sudden, boom.
2: Shoot right. a honey ice kick. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. boom. i like guess, um, second guess. yourself, okay. Right. Maybe I need to edify this. I need to fix this. Maybe I need to look at it from another mm-hmm. perspective.
0: Right. Because that's me. like, in my, in my life right now, the point where I'm at now is by invite only. I feel like as far as my life, my life is so well reserved right now that unless I specifically invite you into my life, and then when I invite you into my life, when you start giving me that sugar honey iced tea, you gotta go with no ice. Absolutely. Keep it right. moving. Because, yes, because some people, they just think that, all right, fine, well, you know, they, these men, and I'm talking men, I don't know the age of you ladies, but I have just say, we're
2: well, 55 in <laughs> August. And Today, I don't I'm proud of it. I'm a great But yeah, so so yeah. so it's a amazing. great, it's
0: a great But, all right, so can I ask you <laughs> a question? Like, as far as men, you know, our age. What do you see? Like, you know, is it like dating younger again? Wanting to date older, wanting to date somebody your age? But what I'm getting is so much game. Like I'm getting game. Like seriously, and I don't have time for it. I had no time for games. I have no time for the BS. I have no time right now for small children. So yeah, but I mean, God willing, you know, if God put that man in my life, and he has small children. I don't have to deal with it because I know that. Like where I'm at now, God sent them. Right. So if God sent him and He's the one, and He got two little ones, all oh, right, God, you know, to do this, okay. But it's not my preference right now because I'm kind of wanting to do me. I'm in a whole new yeah. realm of what I want to do now. Yeah. Like I know what I want. So, and I'm not settling for anything less at this point in my life. So how do you really feel like as far as getting back? Like, I don't know. But well, I, I'll speak on that
1: ooh. kind of for myself it's for me, I'm reconciling a lot within myself. Okay. And that was the hardest challenge was mm-hmm. understanding that you know it's easy to play victim. Oh, poor me, that was I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But really recognizing that my choices, I am a product of my choices, right. whether I decided to eat a bowl of ice cream yesterday and I had the consequences today. Um, my relationship with people and how I've allowed them to deal with me and recognizing and reconciling also what we've been taught and trying to unteach some Mm -hmm. of those things that are not truths. One thing, for example, that will be in the book, and this is just a snippet, um, it's Jane Love John and John Love James, you guys remember that, Uh where he pulls and her head falls off, but this is kind of a play on that, where Jane is told that John pulls her hair. Mm-hmm. And the teacher said that, you know. John likes you. We start learning at a very mm-hmm. young yeah. age that abuse That's is not right, acceptable, right, and it's, acceptable it's not, and it's right. an expression mm-hmm. of love when it really isn't. And those toxic right. things that we learn, I'm trying to teach myself. Mm-hmm. I'm unteaching them very, very slowly. Right. You know, my father had a slogan that he said to my brothers: "Only mm-hmm. tell them anything,
2: because mm. anything will do." Mm-hmm. Anything will do. But exactly. he should have ordered his and said, don't say exactly. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> exactly.
0: enough. Exactly. I agree. Absolutely. You are so correct. I
2: gave you the tools mm-hmm. to at least be a little bit prepared. You're not going to be prepared baby. Right. but a little bit prepared, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, it's an evolution. We're all going through this stuff. I am, um, I don't know who's going to get into this, but mm-hmm. I. <laughs> I <laughs> it's I, a topic it's house. Anything can happen. <laughs> Long and she's pulling some things up under the sleeve when we me, met. But I am uh, recently uh, a divorce almost 25 years. And um that was a long time. That's a long time. Like it's no, okay. no, wait, wait, it's okay. I gotta cut you right quick.
0: Cause see, that used to be my dream when I was a little girl. I used to be like, I'm gonna get married, and you know, I'm gonna be married forever, you know. And how about I've never been married, so imagine that. So Never been married. There's some messed up relationships,
2: but I've never been married. I've almost been married three times, um, but I decided to get married to someone that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. We knew each other. It was, um, for me, religious. Like, I really fell in love with them for religious reasons. And we connected on that level. We're both family oriented, and we're still cool today. If you see us out, it's like we're family still. So, um, there's no issues, but some decisions Mm -hmm. had to be made. And um, I don't know what I'm to I man, but was so it more thing. for the sake of your happiness oh, right. or like for oh, your so mental sense. state? Okay, so for the peace of mind, of, yeah, it was a lot of stuff going on, but like um, Laura said, we are a product of our decisions, so mm-hmm. I would never just put it all on her. It right. takes two people to be married, two nice. people to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a struggle, it wasn't an easy thing, it okay. wasn't an easy thing, and it seemed like it because I'm the one. Who, Asked for the divorce, Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't easy. I had to push forward because if I didn't push forward, I wouldn't be there. Not only for my nephew, but my children. I have another village outside of my immediate family. I have friends. Um, I have three brothers that I adore. I am the oldest sister. So I've always had that uh, big sister nurturing Mm -hmm. type of, um, even with my friends. After a while, Mm -hmm. I start like taking over. So I had that little mommy thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I had to pull out. I had okay. to. And it was devastating. It doesn't seem like on the outside because I'm just so cool with it right. on the outside, but that's my demeanor anyway. Generally, I'm um, a calm person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm the type of person you had to really push me in the corner. Once I get in the corner, it's very bad. Very ugly. See, so hey, I, 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 I just to have a it. problem with uh, I, I, yeah, I
0: not, see, yeah, I'm about yeah, I, I, I can put this out there. See, I used to have a problem with I feel like being alone, you know, at one point like in my life. Like so I would enter a relationship and then when it ended, I would jump into another relationship without checking myself. And this time after this last one, it's like I dug directly into me. I was like, and you know what? That that relationship before that one should have never happened. Yeah. This relationship should have never happened. Definitely, definitely. And now you have to get a relationship with you and God because He's gonna make sure that the next one is the one that He sends me. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's gonna be okay. But right now I'm so comfortable by myself. I'm so much more at ease. Like I'm I'm more at peace. And I and, and you know this to BS i mean don't get me wrong i still get my urges you know i had my urges for this one person that's finally over with now you know because he showed his little ass you know i'm like whatever <laughs> you know seriously like boy why you know because it, you can't you can't enter into something like that either you know i want somebody to want me and love me for me and bring me my flowers while i'm alive you know yes, what that's true? True. right and i don't want if i had to chase 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 you or something at this age you're not the one i'm good
2: well, people okay. talk about being equally yoked. It's not about that, it's about being fair. Mm-hmm. This is my perspective. Right. Because you know, one partner may be at the 60% and another partner may be at the 40%. Right. But if that's all you need is 40%. Like some people don't need that much exactly. attention. So whatever feels like the talk right ball. thing mm-hmm. for that particular situation. Um, some people, you know, everybody have different love language. Yes. and yes. some people want you up under them all the time mm-hmm. and so they may need to cook for you all the time okay. you know and then
0: that, you know what? that's what I had to learn too that
2: love is different
0: like people have different ways of showing their love like I'm a gift giver you normally know I mean? like I'll see something thinking somebody like oh the this oh he'll love this you know that or not but and then the last person I had like he was a cooker so he would cook me all my favorite foods and I loved it you know what I mean like that was all, my girlfriend's like oh I Oh yeah, that was cooked. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I love food. <laughs> yes, you know, and he cooks it better than the restaurants we used to go to. So I'm like, yeah, like, so yeah, love language is very important. Very, very important. important.
1: You know, as far as relationships like you, like divorced um, um several uh, seven years now. Um, mm-hmm was married very briefly, uh, it just did not work from the beginning, a house divided against itself will never stand, we had different love languages, like she said from the beginning, mm-hmm. he was the type of person that would do things, and he would point that out, and I'm like, but you did something that, you know, like something odd, like I would say the door needs to be hung, right, but he didn't hang the door, he came <laughs> in and he made dinner. But I was supposed to applaud the fact that dinner was made, yeah, right. and I'm frustrated like because I couldn't get a about the door. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it was just kind of a, a, that, that love language. I, what I required was conversation, and I required yes. that quite all things, the, practical. the practical things, and he did not want to do that. Everything was divided down the middle. He brought a daughter into the relationship I had a daughter, right. but it became mm-hmm. his daughter my daughter. But for mm-hmm. me, it was our daughter. Right. And I said, how is that ever going to work?
0: No, that's you know, not so we right. When that division is there from the beginning, yes. like, and so like, like when you marry, it should be, it you should be kind of yeah. exactly. exactly. He
1: told me you have a very confused idea that this is a democracy. This is a dictatorship, oh. and I mean, then we're in yeah. trouble. Uh-huh. You know? Yes. Yes. I said this is a, this is a problem because while I would consult with the kids, it's something as simple as what would you guys like to do today? And the right. you know, girls chimed in. We want to go mm-hmm. here. We want to go there, and his response was, no, we want to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, and I was like, okay, that's not just being a leader. There's right. a difference between leading the family, and I respect that, right. than just making complete um, autonomous decisions. So. Right. Um, Cause it should I, never be like you
0: know, that. It should be more of a collective decision. Yeah. Well, you know, well, maybe we can do this and then we'll do that later.
2: or something. that Children have a voice yes, that exactly. started growing up. Mm-hmm. And in order to empower them and make them have confidence in their decisions, they need to have input. That's the practice.
0: They so yes. need to practice the things yes. at home.
2: Absolutely. Mom, can I have this? They need to practice advocating something. Mm-hmm. They need to practice decision making. Yes. Because, because that's what it's like. Well, what do you think? And how do you want to handle this? And right. if they don't have any feedback, right. and if you don't have any feedback right.
1: in your marriage line, what message good. is that? And again, I'm like where I'm at in my life, it's really honestly taking the time to, to unlearn some of those negative things, you know, exactly. um, kind of back to, to Jane love John, and John love Jane. When Jane gets to high school, John will slap her and he'll say, but I love you. <laughs> when Jane goes home and says to mom, well, mom, he slapped me. So he, Oh, well, honey, he did that out of his system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we affirm abuse yeah, we affirm over and over and over, over and over. And and oh, so that's going to be a very good book. So yeah. we'll
0: definitely, I have you back to definitely talk about that because that's serious. Because it's true. Mm-hmm. Because I believe it's why some young ladies and women stay in abusive relationships because they think, oh, he loves more. You know. See, like, I had a brother. So my thing was, trying you know, to I over not So I'm a little different. Because you put your hands on me, you definitely going to get what you came for. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem serving you. Like, I don't. Even though I know it's not going to like, I'm it anymore. I'm cool. <laughs> but if you bring it, you're going to get that. Like, whether you sleep or wake. But anyway, I'm sure they can tell you some stories. They need to write a book. I'll I, I condone it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that yeah, Ian's race did. She sure Yes, let me tell my side. I sure did. Because you know what? You ain't going to play with me like that. I'm not here for this. No. It's
2: very um, conflicting. I tell people about the story of the, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, mm-hmm. about the frog. And, you know, if you throw a frog in the hot, hot water, the frog is going to jump out. Right. But if you put the water, the frog in there, and it's at a comfortable tepid mm-hmm. temperature, and you know what the frog is comfortable and like swimming around, and then you just gradually turn that heat up, you're going to kill it. Right. The frog will not get an <laughs> opportunity to jump out, okay. you know, so what people don't understand, you know, when we get killed, it's, it's, it's about eight levels of uh, abuse, Right. it's not just physical and emotional, right. it's not just financial, either. Right. it's religious. it's all kinds of yes, different directions, right. and, um, and sometimes people don't know that, they don't know that they're in the thick of it, they don't know that they're in the middle of the ocean, right. and they need to make a so decision, they don't know. And um, it's and, and like like Laura said, we condone it. Well, he said this to you, but he didn't smack you. He didn't punch you. Mm-hmm. And so and, the measure of a man so, by what he doesn't do. Exactly. You don't understand, like right. so many times. So it's a lot of dynamics here. And yes. um, Most we, we, we can't just talk about it. It's latest. We can't just talk about it. We have to do the work. We have to stand mm-hmm. in our conviction. Right. And once we make a decision, we have to live by that. And we have to be accountable for what we bring to it. Right. So um, I was a lovely wife, mm-hmm. a, a daunting wife. I was attentive. Everything was about my husband, everything. So I don't regret anything about asking for the divorce because I put everything into it. Exactly. And, and and he had his part too, Right. had our part. Um. But I encourage women and people in general because I witnessed personally men and women walking down the steps, I mean, down the streets. Mm-hmm. And I've seen women verbally abuse me. Mm-hmm. And I was mortified by that because I would never talk to my husband. Like way. I right. would mm-hmm. never. And I've seen women um, pick up the bags, like yelling mm-hmm. in person at a grown man. he
1: probably do it. And a grown man. man,
2: you know. So it goes ways. it goes yeah. ways. it goes so so But I think that, um, we, we really have to do a lot of internal work. Why are you even accepting this? Mm-hmm. Like, on are both, you levels. on mm-hmm. both
0: levels. Because what I realized too is like, I heard a young lady say, when I treat them nice, you know, they treat me like XYZ, but when I'm nasty to them, they cater to me. If they think I'm leaving alone, and, yeah, and I that And word. I'm like, wow, you know. And, but, but then when I thought back on some of our relationships, I was like, hmm share yeah, there. Because in the beginning, some of it was me like that. Like, I'm not settled with this, you know. X, Y, Z, you know. And then it was more like we gradually went in, and then we gradually went this way, like,
2: right?
1: But like you said, with the with the young mother, um, and then speaking of my gifted son, mm-hmm. um, I had talked to him. I said, "What do you think about the relationships that I've been?" Because my concern now is, what am I leaving behind? What's well, my legacy? Right. right. And what is he taking away right. from that? Okay. Smeared. Absolutely, it was a, he was absorbed. Right, and he said, "Well, mom what I saw?" He said, "I saw you give your all," and he said, nah, "I didn't like what you got in return." He said, "But what my goal is, is to do for a woman what I know it should have been done for you." Yeah, yeah. and I, I said, said "That's the takeaway." that was the takeaway that I was a man, and day. I am okay because I know that you won't
0: do to others, what you have seen being done to them. What about us, And Namaste, lady, that is our time and it's not the cows, but what I'm gonna tell the, the people, I need to tell you all about this. This Saturday, July 23rd at Surges Playground is 200 220 West 65th Avenue. We, all three of us will be in the building yes. and you, you will be, go be go able to purchase all of our books if you come through. It's also a flea market. It's called an author's flea market event. It's a fundraiser for Surgeon's Playground. Please make sure you attend. It's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell a family number two. So they'll come out and support us, okay? And then one, again, like I said, August 6th will be at, um, where is it? <laughs> Taj Mahal or Hunting Park with our books again. Yes. But try to catch us at the flea market. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday this week. And all of our books are on Amazon.com. Yes. And
1: you
2: have
0: other platforms? just with, That's it. Lulu. I'm sorry, Lulu. All right, y'all. And I know y'all want to know what my topic will be next week. But guess what? I bet you think my topic's about you. Tune in and find out next Wednesday in the Topic House at 7 p.m. on Sedora Radio. See you then. Awesome.